Hello and welcome to the Hype Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Safa Alchami, and stick around while I discuss mindset hacks and self-development advice that will assist you in unlocking your true potential. Welcome back to another episode of the Hype Coach Podcast. I'm your host. I'm super excited to share this subject with you because it is one that's definitely needed in the hustle culture of today. Without further ado, make sure you guys are following us on all different social media platforms and streaming platforms so that way you guys can get updates of how to upgrade your mindset, of course. Before I start, I will let you guys know that this episode will have a little bit of swearing in it. It is probably the most authentic I have been on this episode and I want to let you guys be prepared before I start. Of course, press the subscribe button, give us a follow and let's get started. Let's talk about how to find inner peace. And the way we find inner peace is, sadly, we're going to have to sacrifice the outside chaos as well. Inner peace or salam is all about actually finding ways that works with your every single day. So the word peace or salam would actually mean different things to different people. Depending on what your circumstance is, your background, your beliefs and your values would actually depend on what inner peace means to you. But the what I share today is actually across the board to actually help you find mindset and peace and inner you know, flexibility and to fully surrender to what is. I think we have gone through a lot in the last five years. We've adapted and grown in ways we didn't even realize possible. And the more we go into the hustle culture, especially after the COVID and lockdowns, where we were forced to slow down, we are truly finding what inner peace means to us and what our priorities are. So some of these things actually might come to a shock to you and some of it might be a reminder to you. Whatever it means, it's valid and I hope this podcast episode will actually help you in any way. So as we continue to understand what salam or inner peace means, is inner peace actually comes at a cost, which means you're going to have to trade the inner or outer chaos for your salam. Different things would mean different things to people and different subjects would hold value to you. It means you need to look both within and without to find inner, inner, inner peace and calm the inner chaos. Does it mean that every single time you think about inner peace, you're going to be absolutely mindful and if there is a bomb going off, you're calm as rain? No. It just means that different things won't affect you as much as you give them access to. And of course, different aspects will give you more power in that direction. Calming the chaos is actually about practicing mindfulness, affirming to yourself with your affirmations, practicing gratitude and fully honoring your routine and still accessing your routine, but still finding the calmness in the chaos. That's really important. Does this mean that by reasonable, like beyond reasonable doubt, you are going to be absolutely 100% calm? No, my friends. And anyone who's calm all the time, I guarantee you they have a lot of suppressed anger. You are allowed to express anger. You are allowed to express guilt, be scared sometimes and also be happy. But finding contentment in actually progressing towards something rather than getting caught up in your own mindset and getting caught up with what happens within. Practicing inner peace means actually silencing that inner bitch that is telling you all the negative shit about you. Yes, it's about coaching that inner bitch and making sure you are triumphing over her. I'm going to show you a technique later on on how to do this. It's actually practicing letting go and surrendering. And anything that is outside of your control is no longer controllable. So you no longer give it energy. And let me tell you, if I was to teach you anything, it's control the controllable and leave what's not controllable. 
It's about stop the self-blaming and the victim mentality. Not everything is happening to you. Everything is happening for you. Different people, different seasons in your life. Let's think about it. Summer, spring, winter, and autumn. Each season will bring its difficulties, but also will bring its contentment and happiness. In order for you to actually progress to the next stage of your life, adversities, challenges will depict which area you then progress to next. So not everything is happening to you. Everything is actually happening for you because you somewhere, some form made a goal. So as I spoke about before, before a Ferrari or any car was put on the streets, it goes through a massive range of tests. That means in order for you to attain your goal, you will be tested to see how much this goal means to you and how much you want to achieve it. We need to learn to also let go of anything that is no longer serving us. So what does that mean? Anything that you've grown out of, anything that you moved on from, anything that you've changed and progressed. So when people say, oh my God, you've changed, that's the freaking point. That is the point of growth. That is the point of progress. That is the point of life itself. You are meant to grow. You're not a rock. You are a seed. And water your seed properly and I guarantee you it will grow faster than ever. Just like when we go and do some spring cleaning. I think now spring's here. We're almost in summer in Australia. And a lot of people, including me, are doing a lot of spring cleaning. This is basically when we declutter everything. We declutter the houses. We declutter the, the things that are no longer you know, serving us right. Things that collected dust and things that we've grown away from. But the funny thing is, why don't we do this with our mindset? Ah, here's the thing. We will happily do it to our outside and external surroundings. But when it comes to our internal surroundings and our mindfulness, we forget to do it ourselves. So it is okay and prepare yourself for actually doing some spring cleaning. A reminder, while you're doing some spring cleaning, it is going to get a little messy. There's going to be stuff everywhere. You're going to trip and fall. It's going to be dusty and grimy. And sometimes you're going to have to spend a little bit more time there than usually you would. So it's going to get a little bit messy before you start that spring cleaning, before you get that end goal of that nice, pristine, clear and crisp home. Just like your mind. Learn to let go of anything that no longer serves you. Anything that no longer serves you has no access to your life or your energy anymore. And if you are a person that is consistently taking control of the uncontrollable, this lesson would probably be a dime a dozen. It is probably the most valuable lesson that you can because you're not meant to control everything. And having too much control is overrated. You're not meant to control everything. Learn to offset and offload things that no longer serve you. So let's get into it. How do we control the controllable and leave what is not serving you? And what you're not control of. How do we leave that? Funny thing is, I actually have this technique with my clients and it is always a winner. So right now, pause this podcast. I will wait. Go get yourself a pen and paper and write down all the things that you're worried about. All the things that you're pissed off about. Okay? Now, when you listen, take your time. Pause this podcast if needed. Take your time. Anything that worries you, pisses you off, you're worried about, that doesn't serve you. Write them down on this piece of paper, okay? Write down all this stuff. Now, after you do this, go in with a highlighter and highlight the things that you can control. For example, anything outside of you, you cannot control. You can't control your mum, can't control your dad, can't control your brother, his uh, financial 
behaviors or processes. You can't control anyone. You can't even control your own damn kids. So what makes you think you can fucking control everything? You're not made to control everything. That's the whole point. The only thing that you can control of and you you have control and you have the ability to respond to is you. So if we spend less energy explaining and controlling the uncontrollable rather than controlling with everything within us, do you think that you have a more mindful inner peace? Yeah, of course. More energy means more energy for you, more energy for your family and more energy to the things that matter. Not everything is meant to be controlled. Now, after you finish with this list, take a second, take a look. What lessons did you learn? Is it the fact that you're worrying about things that don't concern you? Or have you grown out of a relationship or a friendship and their ability or their response isn't something that you like? Is it okay? Yeah, of course it's okay. Every single person will have ebbs and falls in their life and different things and different people will grow away from you. And some people grow towards you. It is all part of the plan. But learning to be okay with not having everything to plan, that is where it's at, okay? Stop blaming yourself. Stop blaming yourself. Oh, I should do this. Oh, why didn't I do this? And you're creating guilt. So there's two things that I want to make sure that you guys understand. Guilt and shame. Guilt is self-inflicted. You do it to yourself. And shame is inflicted by others. So which one is it? Which one do you struggle most with? Guilt? Or shame. If it's guilt, you have control over it. And if it's shame, you can block the other person out. So the power then is handed over to you. Be okay. Next one is be okay with not having everything go to plan. But everything is God's plan. Everything is God's plan. So if you don't have shit together, know that everything will work out for you eventually. You just have to learn the lesson. You have to learn the lesson, okay? Learning to... Look for the lesson rather than to look for the problem. Comes with a habit, comes with processes, comes in with with time. But once you understand that, you'll be okay with it. Stop looking for someone to blame. You can blame your parents all you want. You can blame your husband all you want. You can blame your kids, you can blame your brother, you can blame your sister. But the moment your life changes is when you take control and you blame yourself. Again, going back to the first point, Because you can control you. You can't control anyone else. Handing over the keys and blaming someone else is basically handing them over the keys to your your whole life. Would you give a key to your own home with your valuables to a stranger? No. The whole point of it is like it's your home. It has your valuables. So why are you giving people blame and responsibility over your life? That's something to think about. Okay. Third one is be okay with who you are right now and be okay with where you're going. Whatever your goal is, you deserve it. You're allowed to be content. You're allowed to be happy. And you're allowed to be progressing in some sort of way. So be okay with that. Be okay with loving yourself. Be okay with having a goal. Whether your goal is financial, you know, in your appearance, your physical appearance, your mental ability, whatever the case may be, be okay with it. Be okay with growth. But also love yourself at the point in time right now. Because if I want to go to the next stage, I have to learn to love me now. If I want to lose 10 kilos, And I don't like how my body looks now. Get this. I actually have to love my body now to get me there. Why do I have to love my body now? Because my body now, wherever it is on the physical scale, needs to get me to lose 10 kilos. I need to be accepting of who I am, where I am, 
and where I'm about to go because my body will get me there. Yeah, you're, you might be, you know, flubby and flappy somewhere. It's fine. Your body now will get you to where you want to become. It has to get there. So if you want to love your body then, you got to love your body now. If there's anything I can ever teach you, I'm telling you right now. I used to weigh 120 kilos. If anyone's watching this, I've had my sleeve done for five years now. I used to weigh 120 kilos. I used to hate my body. Absolutely hate it. I could not look in the mirror. Then I lost 55 kilos just before I had my third. And let me tell you, I still wasn't happy. Why? Why was I still not happy? Because I was comparing myself to another body type, but I didn't know that I needed to love my body back then to still love my body now. Oh, when I lose 10 kilos, I'll be happy. Or when I quit my job, I'll be happy. Or when I make 20K, when I'm, I'll be happy. No, be happy right now with what you are. Be okay with who you are right now in order for you to be where you want to be. You gotta be accepting of who you are, man. I'm sorry, it's a cold hard truth. You need to accept you. Because if you don't accept you, how do you, how do you think everyone else is gonna accept you? Nope, doesn't work like that. The next one is, I have a saying. And anyone who is my client and follows me on Instagram knows this is like my favorite saying. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one and they all stick. Yes, some people, no matter how much you progress, how much you change, and wherever you go, they just won't accept you. That's fine. As long as you accept you, that's all that matters. People are going to try and push their expectations of you, no matter who they are, by the way, and try and try and try as much as they want. But you know what? It's fine. Stop looking to please other people and learn to please yourself. I mean, other people don't even have your best interests in mind. You don't even have your best interests in mind. Learn to do you while others do them. Expect people to act in their own favor while you act in yours. So if you surround yourself and your whole definition of life is to make other people happy, then this is why you struggle with inner salam and inner peace. Okay? The next one and the last one of this one is surrender and let go. It means to fully immerse yourself with things that you no longer control. Hear me out. If my goal was to have, let's say, 30 clients, I can upload my own content. I can do whatever I need to do. I can push myself on verge of burnout. But there is a point in time where I will do everything in my power, but the rest of everything that I do is up to God. Sad but true. Everything that I do up to that point I have to learn to surrender and let go. I think I've spoken for so many different people. I've spoken to so many different people in business and they, they can resonate with this. You can try and try and try and try and try and try, but there is something that happens when you truly let go. When you truly let go, you're basically saying, you know what? I've done everything that I can. I value my physical and mental and energy, my physical strength, my mental strength and my energy. And the rest of it is up to a higher power. That in itself is the last cause, last little bit that you need for inner peace. You're not meant to have everything figured out. I mean, if we were meant to have everything figured out, don't you think we'll have a book of life set down to earth with us? Do you really think that? We don't have a life guide. We don't have a travel guide. We're not meant to have everything figured out. There are a couple things that are guaranteed, like death, but everything, like you're born, you're death, but everything else is in between for you to figure it out. Learn to let go and to surrender to a higher power. And this is true inner peace. Something amazing happens when you learn that you cannot control everything and you're not even made to control everything. And that's okay. That is where your inner true power comes out and your inner beast. 
I work pretty much every single day, but there are times where my body defeats me. And just like I work myself, I also need to learn to rest. And that is me letting go. The true act of letting go means that I've done everything that I need to do today. It is okay for me to rest. No one's going to come after me with a butcher's knife and kick me up the ass for not doing the laundry today. I hope I helped you with some form of inner peace today and understanding that true inner peace comes from sacrificing the inner chaos. True inner peace means to be authentically you. And there's a reason why I swore in this episode. True inner peace means showing up every single day, even though you are tired. True inner peace means let them do them while you do you, boo. True inner peace is knowing that it's okay to not have it figured out. True inner peace comes from accepting where you are and accepting that's where you want to go and all the bits and bobs in between. True inner peace is practicing your mindfulness and part of your mindfulness is being mindful of what you allow into your mind. So I want you to now identify that negative critical voice in your mind. Close your eyes for a bit. Get it to a 10. 10 being the most significant. Take your time. It's loud, isn't it? Now, while you're listening to that negative critical voice saying all the shit that you want it to say, flip it to a very funny voice. Donald Duck, Daffy Duck, Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore. It's funny, isn't it? It no longer is as strong. It doesn't hold credibility. Now grab this voice with your right hand and take it out with your right hand and throw it behind you. And now acknowledge what is not. How peaceful is the sound? (sighs) Peaceful. That is what inner salam and inner peace is. If this helped you in any way, please share it. And I'll speak to you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this podcast episode helped you in any way, please share it on your socials. You can find me on IG, Safa Alchami, TikTok, The Alchami Life, and you can book to work with me personally through my website, thehypecoach.com. I look forward to working with you. Let's grow.